This is Jeremy Sheepling, um, host of uh, Best Tool Ever. And I am so excited today because we are joined by the amazing, incredible Sujani, the, <laughs> the host and founder of PHSpot, which is the single best resource for anyone who's looking to break into the public health space. She's done it herself. She's helped others do it as well. And if you're interested, you owe it to yourself to check out PHSpot because Sujani is the guru. Welcome, Sujani. <laughs> Thanks, Jeremy. It's probably one of the best uh, introductions I've got. I, I felt like I was on this like uh, talk show or or one of those <laughs> TV shows. Thanks well, so I have much. To say, growing up, I always admired Oprah. I always wanted to have my oh, own yeah. couch so I could yeah. have a celebrity guest. But um, this well, is even better. Point oh of this podcast will be that. That's right. But I say Oprah never got to geek out about productivity tools. Yeah. So this is my dream come true, which is to talk with someone who is just as passionate about this topic as I am. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Johnny, first of all, tell folks a little bit more about yourself in terms of what you do, how you came to this journey, and then tell us a little bit about what you want to share today. Yeah. So I think um, I nowadays when I do my introduction, I, I start with that uh, I became a mom last year and it's been my greatest joy. And Aww. it is actually very relevant to the topic we're talking about today and kind of why I decided to explore these, you know, um, different tools. And so I was trained as an epidemiologist, and uh, I feel like for those who aren't in the public health space, they probably don't need to, you know, get a one-on-one on what public health is nowadays because of COVID. So um, I worked in the space for about 10 years, and throughout my whole journey, um, I've always, you know, loved helping uh, individuals who are trying to pave their path in public health. And so I do one-on-one, -on -one, you know, support and counseling and coaching, um, and realized people were just getting my side of the story and that there needed to be an online platform where other public health professionals could also share their journeys. Um, I love to be building tools and resources. So phspot.org essentially became an online platform to help other public health professionals. So, you know, we have a podcast, we have a blog where we share career journeys from other uh, public health professionals on it. And then we also have free resources and tools for anyone who just needs a little bit of help uh, building their career. Um, we have a community uh, kind of uh, where we offer weekly training and guest speakers come in. Um, so yeah, it's it's pretty much an amazing experience for anybody that wants to focus on career growth um, and it's within public health. Um, and so that's how PHSpot was born because I just felt like people needed to hear more than my career path and they needed to hear um, other people's stories. And so I figured, yeah, let's, let's create this. Oh, I love that. And what a timely sort of topic, given everything that's happened in the world the last couple of years, yeah, we yeah. actually need more amazing folks in this space. So I'm impressed. And I know that you were telling me before we started recording that when you launched your podcast, you realized it's this massive sort of logistical undertaking, getting all these moving pieces to work together. Tell yeah. us a little bit about how you worked that magic. Yeah. So uh, PHSpot, we launched it officially at the beginning of 2017. Um, initially, we had, you know, a newsletter, a few tools, and the blog. And then the idea for a podcast, I guess, came about maybe three years ago. Yeah, probably our third year. Um, and so I was doing all of the work from sourcing the guests to creating the scripts or the questions and kind of prepping, doing the research, then um, editing and then the post-production and uploading and all the show notes and you know you know what that looks like Jeremy and so at the beginning it's nice to do, do it yourself because you understand the process 
Um, and then eventually um, I started off with bi-weekly episodes, then we moved into weekly episodes and it just became so much work. So hired people to support me with that process. But, you know, hiring comes with its own issues, I suppose, good issues, because we're all trying to work together. Everyone's got different timelines and I didn't want to be a bottleneck for my team members. And so that's where I kind of started thinking about, okay, what's the best way to make sure the production and then the publishing of the podcast is not uh, being, I guess, hindered by me not responding to emails right away when my editor is like in a, in a good like editing jam and, and she just wants to finish, you know, editing five different episodes and she can't get a hold of me or, or things like that. So um, that was really the motivation behind kind of trying to see where we could automate and where we can save people's time, right? So I had somebody else also come on who was doing a lot of great research. She was thinking through um, great questions to ask my guests, but then we realized that she was spending more time sending emails and uh, doing all these like small tasks and I, I knew like her brain was better used elsewhere. So that was also another motivation. And the third motivation was um, I was pregnant and I knew that I would be off of pH spot for six months. So that's the timing I gave myself where I said, everything needs to run smoothly and I cannot like be a bottleneck here. So really those were the three motivators to like me exploring tools to really automate that whole process. Wow. And that's yeah. a perfect backdrop for the really fun stuff, which is <laughs> show us how you pulled it off, Sujani. What tools did you use? How did you set it up? Okay. So first it was, uh, I, don't, I probably don't have the first uh, tool, which was a paper and pen where I uh -huh. just scribbled down all of the different steps uh, that require, that was required from me and the rest of the team to put a put a podcast out there into the world. And so, you know, not that the details matter here, but this is kind of just an overview of what the different steps looked like. And we wow. have, you know, all the different people here on the left side and then all of the different things that took place. And really, you know, we start here by uh, like a guest is recommended or we have an idea for a podcast. And then all of these different things were happening, right? Between yeah, so many steps, four or five people. Um, and, you know, my team is, uh, not full-time, meaning, right. you know, everyone, we work asynchronously. So I could be working at 5 a.m. Somebody else is working at 5 p.m. So we really could not work together at the same time. Yeah. And so once I put this down, I started um, color coding. So these like red uh -huh. circles and blue circles, they're kind of, they used to be red when uh, they weren't automated. So they were all of the steps that were taking place uh, manually. So wow. now that these are blue, that means we've kind of automated them. So that's how we were kind of thinking about it was, okay, could we take the step and could we automate it using a tool, right? So this, for example, is a reminder that goes out to guests two days prior. And obviously Calendly has that feature, yeah. right? Um, and so we're like, okay, let's upgrade our Calendly subscription and, and make these additional features available to us. Um, another reminder goes out when guests are done with the episode and they need to submit their bio and headshots right? right so these were additional features that were available in Calendly that we weren't making use of and uh one of our team members was doing this manually and so you know those were additional steps that we could remove that you know power of computer could could kind of uh 
alleviate for us. So this was the first step. And then once we started looking at all of the tools that we had, which was, you know, Calendly to book appointments or book these shows, which would then appear in my calendar, and I would just click it on the day of the episode and jump on and, and talk, right? Um, we, we, we thought, okay, you know, we have all these steps. Um, let's all get together and start using Asana uh -huh. much more effectively. So, you know, Asana is a project management uh, tool. Um, you can see on the left here, we have various different projects, but the one I want to focus on is this one called podcast episodes. Um, so, you know, traditionally you have, you know, things that you're working on, things that you need to do, things that are completed. Um, wonderful person on my team, Kelsey, she came up with uh, kind of this model for our podcast. So, you know, the easiest one to look at is on the very right um, is uh, maybe we won't show the no shows, but <laughs> when, the, when the episode is live, uh, it gets put into episode is live, right? Nice. And the step before that is that it's edited and uploaded. So right now we have nothing there. The step before that is the episode is recorded with the guest. Um, and so all of these are sitting here, which need to be edited and uploaded. So we are actually uh, done recordings up to, I think, uh, end of Q1 of 2023. So oh my goodness. Wow. Yeah. That's the power of organization. Exactly. Yeah. And so you could see uh, the ones below, they just have names. So my editor knows that when there's a number sign with the, with the number of the episode, yeah. that that's the final title. Yeah. And so when she edits and uploads it, she will move this card into one. Oh, of super cool. So very similar to Trello in terms of that, like, exactly. Kanban style uh, cardboard. Yeah, I love that. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. And so um, when Kelsey, uh, who was with us, uh, she's no longer with us because she's taking a break. Um, we would have guests that were scheduled that would mm. be sitting here. And so once those were scheduled, then she would go in, do a bit of research about the guests, uh, develop some questions. And when she was done that, it would sit in here. So when I come in, say, like today, I'm, I'm talking to Jeremy, I would click on the card and the link to the Google Doc would be available. Wow. Um, so that's how we are using Asana to pretty much coordinate between the three of us. So, you know, and uh, once uh, I move this into the recorded section, uh, Michelle, our editor, she will then know that she can go into Zoom because the, the recordings are there in Zoom. And she can download it and then edit and upload to Buzzsprout and, and that gets disseminated. So everyone has access to all the tools they need and this helps us keep organized. Oh, I love it. It's like a central yeah. dashboard that keeps your team on the same page, literally. Literally, exactly. Wow. And then the other magical piece that I then discovered was uh -huh. Zapier. Uh -huh. <laughs> so Zapier, if uh, if folks aren't familiar with, it's it is this magical tool that just brings together different um, tools that you use and, and creates workflows, right? Yeah. So what I ended up doing, so when Kelsey ended up taking a break from PHSpot, that um, step of creating a Google Doc for that uh, podcast guest and adding in some information about you know them and, and anything else was an additional step that I kind of had to take on. So... Um, what, what I ended up doing was creating a zap where once an individual creates uh, an event in Calendly, so pretty much says, okay, I'm going to do a recording with Sajani. This is the time that works well for me. 
And the moment they confirm that, um, and you know, in, in Calendly, you can have multiple calendars. Uh, it needs to be a podcast recording. So there's the event type is a podcast recording. What happens is a new card gets created in Asana automatically, uh -huh. right? So those Super cards cool. that you see uh, in Asana, I can go back here. These were automatically created by Zapier. Wow. Right? So once, um, once the card is created, I've also added another step where it goes into my Google Docs and creates a new Word document. Wow, look at that. Yeah. And then, so we have a bit of uh, background on the guests and that comes in from, you know, on Calendly, I asked them, what's your LinkedIn profile? Right. Um, all of those get added right into that Google Doc automatically. And I have some basic prompts. I think I've, I've gotten to become a lot more comfortable with podcast recordings and interviewing my guests that I really don't need to prep anymore. I just need to have these standard questions to refer to yep. and conversation just flows. So the research component and creating new questions has kind of um, wind down. And then, yeah, the, the guest's name gets pop populated here. And so this gets automatically created in Google Docs. And um, yeah, and then once the, the guest is uh, done with their recording, so the day after or the day of the recording, um, they will also be added to my MailChimp list. Oh, so as, smart. As a podcast guest. And I have to double check if that's still working because I knew <laughs> I had some issues with that. But the idea there is if I were ever to send an email to my podcast guest just to say thank you or would you like to come back again, everyone's uh, in, a, in a mailing list so I can refer to them there. So that's how this kind of works together. And um, if I click on you know one example here, you'll see this individual's uh, recording time was on 9 a.m. on Thursday, September 8. Um, and then I would just go into my Google Doc, search the name, because that's how it's saved, and grab that document for the recording on that date. Oh, this is amazing, Sujani. Like, basically, you are, are demonstrating the power of a 30-person podcast team yeah. with three people and a really um, smart selection of tools. I love this. Thank you. Yeah, it's been very fun. And I know I've only scratched the surface with Zapier. There's so much more I could do, so much more automation. Um, you know, it's it just takes time to kind of sit back and think about where can I optimize things in my business and then leverage uh, a tool like Zapier to help you uh, automate things. Yeah. So let me, let me sort of imagine mm -hmm. a future entrepreneur out there, future podcast host. They yeah. want to replicate this on their side. Let's just start with the first thing you talked about, which is bringing on a team so it's not all on your shoulders. Yeah. Where would you even find people like that? People who have that expertise who can help you out? Yeah, so I, so PHSpot, uh, one of the best things I have is an amazing community. Aha. Uh -huh. so we have about, uh, I'd say just under 5,000 people on our mailing wow. list. And so for anything related to anything I'm building for PH spot, I go back to our community. Mm. So if I tell them, Hey, I'm, which I did, I'm launching a podcast. What do you think the title should be? Give me some ideas. What are some topics you'd like to see? They're going to give that to me. And similarly, when I go to uh, quote unquote, hire people for PH spot, I go to my community because who better to kind of work on these projects than somebody in the community. Right. Absolutely. And so, Either they will apply themselves or they will know someone 
within their network and they end up uh you know sharing it with somebody and that's how I ended up finding the wonderful people that are on our team and um you eventually just train them up I think some of these software are just so easy to use like Calendly is extremely easy to edit podcasts you know we don't use um any complicated software we use audacity to edit mm. um and yeah and and it's very very easy to figure out I don't, I don't know what more to say other than all of the tools that we have available to us as entrepreneurs in this time and age is just literally point and click yeah and that that's why i'm so excited about this show sujani yeah. because i feel like there's so much at your fingertips so yeah let's talk about the next step you have this great team yeah. I noticed that you use Miro to diagram the flow. Mm -hmm. Do you recommend that? Because you also talked about pen and paper. Someone yeah. starting on this logistical process. What's the best way to get it organized? Uh, I personally prefer pen and paper. Okay. Um, so all these new tools I learned through my husband. He's a, you know, he's a geek for all of these <laughs> different tech things. So I'll see him use it. And then I'll kind of you know, assess what is the benefit of the tool for me. Um, you know, I can start on pen and paper, but because I have a team to share this with, um, it's easier for me to then transfer that to Miro. Ah, and okay. then I could like color code and, and make changes as we are working on it as a team, right? So right. I think when you have a team involved, it's also much easier to use software, uh, web apps that can be shared across individuals. I think if you're starting off by yourself and pen and paper works well for you, I think do that, right? I, I remember the first version of it was on a white whiteboard and I had kind of like scribbled around where I wanted to make changes and I had that right in front of me. But once I started involving my team, I transferred that onto Miro. Got it, got it. Okay, so it has that like digital collaboration abilities exactly. even if it started originally on pen and paper. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then I know something that a lot of people are thinking right now is like, wow, that Zapier stuff felt like magic. Mm -hmm. Does Johnny have a coding background? Is he doing anything technical? Tell folks about like what's happening yeah. under the hood. Yeah, I think, uh, no, I, I've had an interest in coding, but I never ever really learned it. It's really very easy. So I think the way Zapier has been built um, is that, so you don't need a coding background, right? Yeah. So you go in or if, even, in, you know, I think start with Miro or start with pen and paper and write down your whole process and think, okay, these are the different tools I'm using. Then ask Zapier, can I, uh, can I combine Calendly and MailChimp? What uh -huh. options are there, right? Uh, lots of free resources, lots of YouTube videos of other people doing the same thing. Zapier has lots of great resources as well. And I think if you think this can be automated, it probably can, wow. right? So we have things like, um, I think if I go here, a notification to um, our team member, right? So we have a newsletter. So when when individuals um, or organizations are submitting uh, opportunities to our newsletter, it's through a Google form, um, but that Google form is associated to my account. So rather than me forwarding it on to Liz on my team, we've cre created a zap so it automatically goes to Liz. Oh, cool. Or when a podcast goes live, there's an email template that uh, gets sent to me that says like, hey, Jeremy, thanks so much for being on the podcast with me. Here's a link to your episode and a bit more detail around that. And that gets sent to me so that I can then, you know, personalize it a little bit and hit forward to my guests. So, you know, things like that where you're, you're doing um, step or you're taking steps in your business that are very repetitive, 
I think make note of that. And then one day just sit and play around with Zap, uh, Zapier. And I think you get maybe a handful of free Zaps for free. And then afterwards you can upgrade to the plan uh, so that you can, you can uh, add more Zaps. So cool. And so any final words of wisdom for anyone listening out there who's thinking about starting a podcast, starting a business, doing something entrepreneurial like you're doing, Sijani, anything that you want them to know? I think just start. Um, yeah. I think the the first question you had asked me was where, you know, where I found my team and, you know, how you go about that. And I think you don't even need that. The The first few years of PH Spot was just me on my own. Um, and I think the way you push through any kind of difficult times when you do start a business is choosing something that you absolutely love. Yes. Um, I run PH Spot in addition to a nine to five job. Um, and I remember in the beginning, I, I would just absolutely love staying up to create the newsletter every week. So I was on vacation and I would be doing the newsletter in the airport. So it, it, it's something that you absolutely love. So it doesn't feel like, oh man, like, do I have to work on this today? Right. You're essentially starting a business because you are in love with a certain area. So don't make it seem like it's work find the joy in it. If you do get burnt out or if you're feeling a bit tired from it, just take a break and um, keep looking for the joy in, in the business that you started. Oh, I love that. And I think you just shared a really dynamic recipe with everyone, which is before you skip to the stage of automation and Zapier and all that, do something you love yourself mm -hmm. and then you can figure out the right process. You can teach others, you can automate it. Because exactly. you've done it, you've done it from the very beginning, and I think exactly. you've demonstrated that beautifully today, Sujani. Yeah. So when I hired my uh, newsletter kind of like content manager, I had done the newsletter for about two years myself, wow. every single week. So fifty-two weeks times two, it's over a hundred newsletters I had done myself. So now I could hand that over to somebody else and say, "Okay, show me your magic. How can you take what I've already done and do?" And I could also offer support because I've done it. Same thing with the podcast. I was editing those podcast episodes for a number of years before I hired someone else. So I think that's easier because you know exactly what the steps are. And so you could onboard somebody, provide the support, and then have them add their kind of element of uniqueness to that, to that work. Absolutely. And so I have a feeling that there are lots of people out there listening to this mm -hmm. who are inspired by your story. I know for a fact that applications to MPH programs have been way up ever since COVID, people oh, responding yeah. to this huge crisis in our society. If folks listening want to get really deep into an awesome public health career, what's the best next step? Yeah, I think um, start with phspot.org. We have lots of great resources, free um, you know, tools that you can download and, and work through, whether it's um, you just thinking about what degree to even go into lots of people's stories that you can listen to on the podcast, read on the blog, um, sign up to our newsletter. We share free job opportunities, events, uh, just anything under the sun related to public health comes out every week. Um, and then once you're ready to kind of connect with community members from around the world who are public health professionals, we have something called a public health career club. Mm. Um, so phspot.org slash club. Um, it's an online community of other public health professionals. Uh, we have weekly kind of talks and mastermind group um, and training and coaching sessions, just all this amazing stuff from guest speakers who are also in public health. Um, and it's a it's an experience I want to call that we created because our people asked for it. And it took 
me about five years to build it because wow. we only launched it uh, this October. But it was something that we kept being asked uh, to create and we finally did. And, and I'm just so excited about it and, and the potential it has. That's awesome. Well, I think everyone listening out there is inspired not just by your path and your entrepreneurship and the way you've done all these amazing tools, but also by the, the path that you're opening for others. So thank you so much for joining us, Sujani. You have been an absolute inspiration. Thank you so much, Jeremy. This is wonderful. All right. You've been listening to Best Tool Ever with Sujani and Jeremy. Go check out these tools and go check out phspot.org. Have a great day, everyone.